Welcome to Raising Up Cops, a podcast about raising Coptic kids in Western culture. We are back again. It is me, your host, Madonna, with my co-host, Laura, and we have an exciting topic for us, one that you've probably been faced with quite a bit, uh, especially if you have kids and like to do anything on your weekends or at nights. Um, So, Laura, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you encountered with your kids? Yeah, so I kind of... it ended up leading me down this rabbit hole, but we were trying to watch a movie the other day or trying to find something fun to watch. And I was thinking, oh, we haven't seen Lightyear yet. And I'm a big Toy Story fan. I thought, oh, that could be great. And it was really weird to me that the kids were completely uninterested. They were like, mom, we're not watching that. And they just sort of like brushed it aside. And then later I'm like looking up things on, like just doing searches on the computer. And I discovered that Buzz Lightyear has some uh, I think it has like a same sex kiss at the end, actually, if I'm, mm. if I'm remembering correctly. And I was like, did they know, did the kids know about that? And like preemptively be like, mom, we're like, steer me right. Like, are, are the kids now they have, they like absorbed our lessons and they're just like, we're not like, that is not appropriate for us. <laughs> um, and I feel like, you know, Madonna it kind of launched a conversation between me and you of like, it is really hard to find things to watch with your kids that don't have um, either overt or subtle or whatever, too much messages that we are, do not want the kids to have. <laughs> and, and, you know, like growing up, Laura, our, our world revolved around Disney products, right? It revolved around the Disney movies. It revolved around the Disney shows. It revolved around the Disney world. <laughs> like and basically everything came from there. And for a while it was, well, now we're saying, oh, Disney used to be so safe, used to be whatever. But truthfully, Laura, if you go back and watch those things that we used to watch when we were kids, they do not align with our morals even then. Even then, they were not acceptable. Uh, And yet it was what was available and we were allowed to watch it. So what do you think about that? Well, actually, I love that you brought that up because I just found out that Ursula was based off of like a drag queen or something. I had no idea. It looks like one. But I thought it was like, I don't know. I was thinking like sister act. Like I was in a, going in a different direction in my head, you know? <laughs> I like Ursula as a character. I feel she's very feminine and empowered. I don't know. Anyway, we won't go down that entire route. <laughs> Suffice it to say, I think one of the things that's super, super important is that we empower our kids to make some of those decisions. Like we teach them firmly the guidelines And then we show them how to shift gears as needed because they're not, they can't, they are, they live in the world. We cannot really isolate them. Even, even in homeschool, Madonna, (laughs) I am sure that they're going to hear something from someone. Like we're not in a bubble. We're not the Amish and even the Amish poor things, they lose people every year. So, um, I want to know Madonna, how are you treating how, how do you pick a show to watch with your kids, for example? What do you So do? this is the, the lesson that I preach, Laura, with homeschooling specifically is always my goal has never been to shield them. It's just to be the one to present the information because inevitably they're going to come across it. There's nothing I can do about it. And we've talked about this on our episodes before, you know, like there's no such thing as keeping them from ever encountering the things that we don't agree with, but we can prepare them. What we don't want is to throw them to the wolves you know, strapped in, in, in raw meat and be like, good luck out there. You know, um, you want to give them tools to be able to combat what they see and what they encounter. 
And so as of right now, Laura, I do think that age and maturity has a huge, uh, like, you know, factor in this. I'm not going to throw my five-year-old to watch whatever they want. And so there's two sides to this. Some people are like, let the five-year-old watch because they don't know better and they don't see it that way. They don't understand the nuances and things that you understand go way over their head and it's okay. Um, But at the same time, the other side of that coin is you're filling their heads with ideas that, and you're normalizing and indoctrinating with things that, you know, we would not be okay with. And we're passing it off as okay with now. And then you're going to get to a point where you're going to say, no, that's not okay. We don't do that. That's confusing. So there's always going to be that debate. So for me right now, I heavily screen what my kids watch. And we have been kind of loosening the reins because for a while I was not even okay with like, like huge violence or things like that. But I've loosened the reins on that in particular, because truthfully, there's war in the world. Like we, we, talked about Ukraine and Russia not being okay with one another. We talked about what that looks like. We were learning about ancient Egypt and how upper Egypt and lower Egypt had, you know, a war with each other. And I mean, they saw a picture of people dead on the ground. That's what happened. That's the truth. Um, Our saint stories that we share from our church, it's not exactly PG. Like they're just not. And that's just the real world that they're encountering. Um, So I do screen but i am mindful that i am not sheltering does that make sense for sure like i think the one of my most valuable tools is all the different like common sense media or parents guides i I, on imdb it it, it sucks a little bit because now i like i have to burn the ending of every story for myself like i know every scene Mm. before we even go in there because i've checked everything so thoroughly beforehand you know, it just takes some of the, the delight and surprise out of it. But for my children, like that's, of course, super worth it. And necessary. And necessary. And I think, you know, we, it's so funny you're talking about violence because like, well, I mean, there are different levels of violence for sure. But like right. my kids grew up on like NCIS, you know, like, yes. like we love like murder mystery shows. Like we're all about the like monk and psych and all of the like, you know, all of that kind of stuff, even from very young ages, they were um, indoctrinated into, I guess is, is a way to put it. But I think that, you know, I've turned into my father a little bit with a lot of other shows where we'll be watching and there will be like one scene and I will like launch into a lecture. Like, this is not okay. Do you notice how she spoke to her mother in this mm. scene? We don't do that. That's not okay. Do you see what they're trying to teach you? Like, I'm always actually trying to get them to see. And this is after I've screened and screened and like read and like all the work. But still, I am, I don't leave the room if they're watching something. You know, I am in the room because it is, it is a secondary education, like second level of education. And I, I know as a storyteller, how much values are passed on through story. And you can see that like, some stories these days their values are highly questionable and I'm not even I'm just talking about like basic like kind like who is where who is good and who is evil period like basic basic morals (laughs) you know and I feel like if parents are not awake it is a big problem coming up and this is something that we've been seeing in Hollywood you know we talked a little bit about this before we recorded Laura that like it's hard to find the family-friendly shows. And even those people in Hollywood that want to provide the family-friendly content, 
are being edged out, right? Why don't you tell us a little bit more about what you've discovered? Yeah, so I was um, looking at uh, an actor's profile, Zachary Levi, and I was reading an article that was kind of making fun of him for pushing his latest movie, which I have not seen. This is not a recommendation of it or anything, but apparently Shazam! Fury of the Gods came out and he's on his social media, according to this article, like kind of ranting a little bit, telling people go buy tickets to this movie. You need to help fund this. This is an actually family-friendly movie. You need to go watch it. And I kind of read between the lines and went and looked it up. And it seems like he's been becoming steadily more and more Christian, like a stronger Christian. And I feel like it's so representative of like the way I see people treat Chris Pratt online sometimes, who's also a professed Christian actor. Um, and I feel like we're, we're kind of seeing that slowly Christian, devout Christian actors are being pushed out or pushed to the side in very subtle and less subtle ways. And so I think we really need to, we need to be aware of these things. We need to be aware. I agree. And it's interesting because like we kind of had to lower our standards a bit of what is family friendly in order to get any sort of watching content in with our family. Um, and it makes me sad to see all of these um, people that want to provide the content that we want not being able to. And, and here's what's crazy, Laura, you know, I talked to you guys about this before. I think when I went to this huge homeschool conference a while back and I discovered that the, the there was maybe a thousand people in this room. Okay. And almost all of them shared the exact same values that we do. And it really pointed out to me that there's only a small handful that believe that things should change and become less family friendly. But because they're so loud, because they're the squeaky wheel, so to speak, it feels like our entire world is shifting and changing and they're causing for things to move in a direction that we're not okay with. But if you look around, there's actually quite a few of us that are not okay with the way that, that things are shifting. It's we're, we're not in the minority like we think. We're not in the minority like we think, which is comforting. But at the same time, we have to face the reality of what's being pushed out here and what's being produced. Like we're about to be in the month of June, okay? And we're about to see some stuff out. And, and so, and, and Laura, full disclosure, at Sunday school, I, I teach the toddlers in Sunday school. I, we talked about Noah's Ark. We talked about the rainbow and shamelessly, we talked about what God's rainbow looks like, you know, and I brought in all these examples of rainbows and like, is this a rainbow? Is this a rainbow? Is this a rainbow? Well, let's look at the rainbow that God made. And like, we talked about it and we went over the, the colors, Roy G. Biv, this is the order. It has seven colors. It's whatever. Oh, cool. So this is a pretty rainbow, but this is God's rainbow. That's a nice looking rainbow, but this is the one that God created. Um, the kids were oblivious to like why I was teaching this. The parents in the room obviously were like, Yes, like this is what we need to teach them. And so what we're doing is instilling in our children the ability to decipher fact from fiction, uh, truth from non-truths. And I think that's really at the core of what we need to do. No matter if you decide to watch or not watch, participate or not participate, in the end, you're deciding the values for your family. And the only way that they're going to catch on to what you want to teach them is if you're communicating it to them. That's the only way. Absolutely. And I think this, I mean, I know that we're talking specifically about like modern examples, but we also, when we watch older shows, sometimes I'm shocked at the things we watched 
And like, you know, you mentioned this a little bit earlier that like, I'll be watching and like the way that the husband will speak to the wife in the, Mm. in the show. I'm like, that is, does daddy talk to mommy like that? No, he does not. And we are not going to do that either because we're good Christians. You know, things like, like there is a lot, there are a lot of values. And in order to teach them to your children, you have to be participating in their raising. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. You cannot trust not the school, not even your homeschool curriculum, not your, um, not your Sunday school servants. You need to raise your children with the values that they need to, um, for salvation. I'm not even going to talk about like surviving life for salvation. Yes. Yes. And Laura, you know what, like even, you know, forget all of the out there doctrine that we are worried about. Forget any, even that you talk about even our, um, and approved in the Orthodox Church relationship between a man and a woman. Okay, even that is not portrayed accurately in movies, right? If we look back, like there's always this like three day gap between uh, when a person, a, a man and a woman, meet each other and then they decide to get married. <laughs> That's not even like I've had to have conversations with my kids even about that. You know, where I tell them like. They had to shorten it because of the movie, but there's so much more involved with getting to know somebody than what you saw here. Um, really, truthfully, it's about everything, even the sibling relationships, um, even in in situations like, OK, we know that there is um, alternate family dynamics, even in our church. And they're and they, they're approved family dynamics, like people that have um, gotten divorced or have gotten remarried or whatever the situation may be. You see some of these portrayed where the the stepmom is the evil mom and the um, step siblings are are evil or whatever they are. You have to even consciously fight against that kind of stuff. So it's not even the like the huge out there doctrine. It's even the normal family dynamics have to be redefined, even in the ones that are like outliers. Well, I mean, my daughter was telling me about one of her extracurricular activities. She was saying that one of the kids in the class seems to be um, on the autism spectrum and the teacher and the kids bully this girl, you know, the other kids and the teacher bully the girl. And so I was thinking even like the portrayal of special needs kids in shows, Mm. how do we interact? Is that the way that we interact? Like, and, and just like, sometimes the expectations it's, there's just so many different things that we can't possibly cover. But I think the point Madonna that we're, we're hitting here is we cannot sleep on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is not the time to take a nap. Like this is like a really big responsibility that we need to be present for. Absolutely. And it only comes from constantly talking about this is, well, let me, let me put it this way. I I'm not the expert here, obviously, but my personal approach is talk a lot about what's right. So that anything that doesn't fit it's like, oh, that's weird. Oh, how come they do that? You know, at least you're opening the door for them to question what they're seeing. Even if you if you don't want to go into the details of here's what you're going to see and that's wrong. Don't do that. You don't have to do that. But just go into the here's what God did. Here's how we believe. This is what we like. This is how we treat one another. This is what our friendships look like. And then anything that when it's held up against that, it's like this is strange this doesn't fit this doesn't sound like what mommy and daddy have taught me um and and in general when we talk to kids giving them the positive 
is usually more effective than giving them the negative. So like they even tell us, you know, in school, instead of saying don't run, you say walk. Because if you say don't run, it's the same concept of don't think about an elephant. What is the only thing you're going to think about? An elephant. Um, and so it's good to to do the research, to talk to other parents. Um, and I know that a lot of parents are facing the same struggle. So if you know that in your community, there's people who don't know what to do or you're lost, I am sure that your church community would love to have a discussion about this that you will find people who want to support you in this and they also need the support. I know that there's a way for us to feel less alone in the struggle in these situations. Yeah, for sure. And and I think don't be afraid to look for guidance with, with your community online and so on, you know, do educate yourself when you can. And the most important thing, Laura, that I want to get across because I know that some people might be listening to this episode and say, oh, here's some more of these people who like just want to hate on everybody that doesn't look like them, sound like them and talk like them. And please don't misunderstand. OK, because preaching what God did is not the equivalent of preaching hate. It is not the equivalent of preaching intolerance or whatever it is. OK, what we're what we're preaching is this is what we know God has has asked of us. And so that's what we do. That does not give us permission to mistreat and judge and do whatever. So that's a really, really important caveat that I'd like to make that um, while you're teaching your children what's right, your language also matters. Your language about the topic really, really can impact the, the lesson that your kids take away from what you say to them. Yeah, and kids are very um, astute. And even if right now you're saying these things and you know, you're speaking very negatively or whatever, and you feel like you're in control, there will come a time when they will have to push back and no one pushes back on love. So if you are coming from a place of love and speaking from a place of love, as you're addressing and teaching all of these issues that matter to you, then your kid, when they go away and someone, you know, like go to college or something, and someone says the opposite, they're not going to be like, you know what? Yeah. My parents are awful and they're such hypocrites and they're always judging. You're totally right. Mm -hmm. They're going to be like, no, wait, my parents, my parents are so nice. And my parents, they speak so kindly about other people. And, mm -hmm. you know, they, you, you cannot be refuted when you are in the space of love and speaking from love. There is no refutation for that. There, there's no, you can't, that's what everyone wants. Everyone wants love. And so when you are presenting things in a loving way, kids, other people cannot push your kids into a different path. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely absolutely and uh laura sorry to extend but one more thing that i would like to add that i did have to just yesterday mention to my own kids be conscient con cautious <laughs> cautious well, i couldn't think of the word be cautious of where you're getting your information and where you're seeking your information from so I, I don't go to an eye doctor and ask them about my belly problems. And I don't go to uh, an ear doctor and ask them about like whatever other problems. There is a reason that we go to certain people for certain things. So going to your peers and asking them when they themselves are learning and they themselves are trying to figure it out is not your best. Like, e like even in the broad education sense. I don't go to my peers to help me learn algebra if they've, they're also learning it. That's just not where I go. I go to the expert. And so that in and of itself is a skill to teach your kids. And this can apply across so many things, not even just this kind of stuff. So 
Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. You reminded me of something that happened this week. Um, so we, we watch brain pop. We have a subscription to brain pop mm -hmm. and my son loves to just learn everything that he can all the time, all the time. And this week he was like, mom, can we write a letter to Tim and Moby? And I was like, okay, I don't think they actually accept letters, but let's, let, let me just see what you want to write about. So he wrote his letter and he said, dear Tim and Moby, um, can you tell me more about the Coptic Orthodox church? <laughs> That is so cute. And I was like, oh boy. And he was like, I just want like a third person perspective. And I was like, I don't know about that. But first they of all, did you do religion? Yeah, like <laughs> they did. They did have a, an okay video on Christianity, where which is oh. a, a video that is not in any way insulting or Amazing. um it, it's just, it says like Christians believe this, Christians believe, you know? So mm. he can, he watches that and it's okay. And I think he's fascinated by that kind That's of amazing. like obje objective quote I'm literally doing air quotes <laughs> <laughs> I love that but I, I thought that. it was cute that he wanted he wanted a video about the church made by Tim and Moby <laughs> it's so cute oh Tim and Moby beep, 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 beep. exactly <laughs> you don't know there's a robot in there just so <laughs> yeah, Moby, yeah. <laughs> weird little that nobody knows about <laughs> um <laughs> Okay, so with that being said, we know that this was kind of a, a broad topic. And at the same time, it's one that I think we all face quite a bit. So be encouraged, you're not facing it alone. And um, there's always guidance and to be had and, and things to look for that can help you navigate these um, sometimes tough discussions. And if all else fails, please feel free to email us at raisingupcops at gmail.com. And we'll be happy to chat with you there. Raising Up Cops is a production of Coptic Dad and Mom. This podcast is hosted by Laura Michael and Madonna Lawindi. None of the views expressed during this recording are the official stance of the Coptic Orthodox Church or its hierarchy. These are our personal opinions, collected experiences, and organic discussions on selected topics. If you'd like to reach out with any questions or comments, you can reach us at raisingupcops at gmail.com.